Hi there, Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. Today's topic is what happens to the dental practice valuation when they've had dramatic growth in the last four months? Let's talk about that. That's an interesting situation. Excuse me, I'm down the beach. I'm doing some relaxation, some celebrating. And uh, it's super sunny out. I'm going to put the glasses on. So anyway, I have a situation. Since April, this one practice has shown exponential growth. Almost double. Consistently. So April, May, June, July. Four months of solid, solid growth. In fact, they took off a week in July, and they still almost maintain their numbers. It's a big, big, big practice. You know, it's doing a few million a year. But the fact is, how do you value that? Because the doctor feels, look, we're doing almost 50% better since April. And although they received the previous offer, that offer was based on 22 and so forth. The short answer is you got to monitor the numbers. You got to get the new profit and losses. You got to go back 12 months to see a trend. Don't forget, this practice could be up for a few short months and then down again. So, before we get into this whole thing, let's talk about uh, who we are. We've now been um, uh, doing the dental practice brokerage for 13 years. We have 10 employees, and we are. Um, at this point, <coughs> in multiple states. We're available to you uh, 363 days a year. We take our Christmas and Easter. Please give us a call. Our phone number is 201-663-0935. And our website is dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com. Just please give us a call. We're here to help you. All the information you're about to hear is for uh, entertainment purposes. It's not legal or business advice. But please give us a ring. Now, if you're thinking about selling to a DSO, there's been a lot of changes in the DSO world. Consolidation, many are not buying. We can help you and guide you. We're not involved with them as far as uh, we just recommend them. But when we do recommend them, our legal, our, excuse me, our commissions paid. So on a DSO sale based on criteria, there's no uh, commission to the seller. And when you work with us, we get you the legal fees reimbursed upon successful closing based on certain criteria. So anyway, what, what do you do with this practice? Now, this does do a few million, few million a year, and you've had exponential growth. Since April, she had four months of exponential growth. So what do you do in a situation like this and what's happening now that DSO says, show us all the P&Ls? Because don't forget, this could be a momentary thing. Show us all the P&Ls and we're going to track it. Now with the DSOs, they'll often put in a earn-out. In other words, hey, if you're doing so much better, we'll give you that much more. It'll be an earn-out based above and beyond what the practice is currently doing. But the sellers also want a higher down payment but there isn't enough time on this deal at this point. There's not enough time. 
to uh, that is record. You only had four months of exponential growth. So it's probably going to be a combination. Now, if we go to start going to contract and so forth, each month they're going to be monitoring closely what's happening with these deals. Very, very closely they'll be monitoring. So uh, that was what happened in this situation. They're going to be compensated. Now, the DSO, as they say, will most likely want to do this as an earn out. In other words, you're going to get your increased money if you produce it. The sellers are like, well, we're already doing great. Why should we be penalized on the down payment? Why can't we get a higher down payment? Well, the answer is you look back to 12 months just as you've done well these four months, but also what happened in the, in the previous eight months before that. So I think there's going to be a situation where it's really going to be important to see what happens at the end of six months to see what's going on. They may hold off on the valuation or the sale for another two months to see if it's consistent. Sometimes things slow down, people go away. Let's see what happens. But that's sort of the thinking here. But the group is excited about it too. They may risk and reach out now a little bit more, put up a higher down payment. But you've got to win them over and you've got to convince them, the sellers, that they're going to get that money on an earnout. Because don't forget, a seller thinks they're only going to see the money once if the company falls apart. It's happened. There is a DSO now that's having big trouble, really big trouble, and they're not doing well. The stock has gone on to zero. That doesn't happen that often. But usually when it does, it wasn't a well-run company, and that's what I'm finding. The company just was not well-run, and that's why this one in particular company is having trouble. I know for a fact one of the DSOs just didn't know what they were doing, you know? Um, and that's why uh, they're having trouble. Anyway, so that's sort of just uh, an answer for you of how you handle something like that. It's constant maintenance, it's P&Ls, constant monitoring. It depends how much risk the company wants to take. Or they may just wait. The sellers just wait a few more months and see what happens. But then you wait, interest rates go up, so everything changes with that. So waiting is not always the answer. Look what happened with COVID. You waited, you waited. Then all of a sudden, COVID happened. The pandemic. So that's not always the answer either. So let's see what happens. This will be an interesting. Remember to hit the subscribe button. You'll get everything updated. Okay? Thank you for listening. Great talking to you. Bye.